When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Geekscape, it's welcome to our brand new Geekscape podcast. I hope you're doing well. How have you been? I know, I just saw you yesterday. We did a pretty awesome show with our good friend Brett Weiss. He's a gaming historian. And uh, that's up on the feed right now. I don't know if you're watching this on YouTube or Twitch, or maybe you're up on that Facebook Live or old school, downloading it on your podcast app. Uh, But I got to tell you, we're throwing at you about two Geekscapes a week right now. Uh, so I hope you appreciate it. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you share it with your friends, and I hope you go to whatever podcatcher you're using and you leave us one of those glorious reviews. You don't even have to go five stars. I'll take four. I'm easy. I'm not one of those podcasters who are like, hey, leave us a perfect review. No, you know what? That doesn't benefit me. Just praise telling me, oh, I love this show. I've been listening to it since I was 10 years old. No, no, no. I want to know what makes the show better. I want to help the show improve. I want, I want, you know, I don't want to just fax it in. So, you know what? Leave a review, rate it however you want, but make sure you put in a little note. Like, could use less uh, Katie. Not working. Just kidding. Katie's working. And if you're uh, <laughs> new to Geekscape and you're like, what the hell is he talking about? Well, I got myself a co-host because... They weren't laughing at me. I needed some humor on the show. And here she is, my good friend, the sass master, Katie. How are you? I'm good. Apparently, we're already planning my demise. <laughs> no, no, no. If anything, you're going to take this over. Oh, man. When, you have such plans. You have such conflicting like, plans. It, it's all, it, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. You're already downgrading to four stars. So, like, <laughs> you know what? Don't tell everybody else, but the scapists know really well that that is upgrading to four stars. This has <laughs> exactly been a five-star resort for any of their stay. Uh, four stars would be pretty awesome at this point. Uh, Geek scapists, right. we're not at Comic-Con, and our good friend uh, Greg Drake is going to be uh, joining us 
to be talking about how we're not at Comic-Con because what else we're going to talk about. Uh, there are Comic-Con announcements. There's Comic-Con at home going on. You do not need to be registered with Comic-Con. You can literally uh, go to Comic-Con at home. Just Google that. Go to the website and you can partake in all of the Comic-Con stuff. Uh, it's not the same. It's just not. And uh, I went to find our booth so that I could see how our presentation looked for Comic-Con at home because uh, we had already paid to exhibit there this year. It would have been our 11th year. And the, when they canceled Comic-Con, they said, hey, you want us to just uh, cancel it or, or pay it forward? So we moved our uh, exhibitor uh, ship to next summer. We will be there. Uh, and they gave us the option to, for free, exhibit at home. Um, cool. there, there are needles and haystacks that are going to be that are found faster than faster. people are going to find us in this system. No offense, Comic Con, you had you had like like you're, they're, first off, Comic Con's a volunteer business, and I love them. They treat us really well, but they had no time to put this thing together, uh, oh, and yeah. it was a pretty Herculean effort. And if it was Hercules lifting a boulder, the boulder fell on him because. <laughs> So the site's uh, good then, huh? Right. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been able to check out any of the stuff because I've been too busy. But like, what, what? The, the panels should be easy to find. They're all up on the Comic Con uh, YouTube page. Right. But uh, Geekscape's new offerings uh, this year—we like to launch new shirts every year, and uh, we always have new podcasts, and uh, that's just not going to. You know, we do have new shirts here. Let, let me show you something real quick because I'm not going to let COVID get me down. That's uh, right. It's been too much of that crap going on. Uh, I'm just going to show you all Geekscapists who are watching this or will listen later. The new shirts are up right now. Let me show them to you. I'm pretty proud of them. Our good friend Kate Eglin made the shirts. She designed them. And these are pre-orders. They're, they're going to ship to you later in August because uh, we got to print them first. Uh, but let me show you what we've got this year. We have three new designs, and I think you're going to think they're pretty awesome. Uh, take a look. These are the new designs. Uh, I think you. I think they're pretty cool. Um, there they are in the little window. If you're listening to this on the... Um, geek, I like that. <laughs> if you're listening to this on the podcast feed, it might look uh, a little... Um, it's not going to look like anything. You're listening to it on a podcast. But uh, the way to get them is you go to geekscape.com uh, bigcartel.com. That's where our web store is. And we got some good offerings. And I got to tell you, the four designs that I'm going to show you, 10% right off the top goes to the ACLU. Uh, so these are for charity. Uh, and I'll end up making 20 cents for sure once printing and shipping is done. But it's worth it because uh, we, our country is going to be in a uh, hellhole for a long time. And we're going to need all the legal help we can get to climb out of it. So yes, these are, uh, these are my socialist Marxist shirts. Surprise, <laughs> surprise Geekscape's true agenda have been revealed. Uh, <laughs> as Katie said, uh, we have one that is a 20 sided die. That is pretty awesome. It says anti-racist geek. We that. have a one that says heroes wear masks because you should all be wearing masks so we can get out of this. And, you know what? New Zealand's being really fucking glib right now because they're like, we got pro sports. You know what? <laughs> F New Zealand. F, wow. the, F them oh, in their, F them. 
You're just shooting yourself in the foot now. It's because all it is. It's because I have a crush on their uh, uh, on their leader, and yes, uh, she's great. <laughs> no, she is the best. And, <laughs> and, and I have never advanced past grade school, so I make fun of the people that I like. But yes, their prime minister is uh, amazing. She's doing uh, so, a great job. So uh, we're coming for you, New Zealand. We're going to make America <laughs> no. actually actually great again. Oh. This is not the clip you want. <laughs> we're uh, coming but, for you, New Zealand. We're America. <laughs> but Geeks gave us, you're going to have to wear your masks to get us there. And we have that Heroes Wear Masks shirt right there. It comes in red. And then we have another anti-racist geek shirt there in the purple. And uh, that one's a little bit 8-bit, a little bit cool. And then... I went ahead and said that our classic design that says Don't Hate Create, that one's going to go to ACLU as well. Wow. That is our Don't Hate Create. And uh, even though the graphic doesn't show, we did add the apostrophe in uh, the little apostrophe in there. So it is actually spelled and grammatically correct when you order it. Uh, these other two shirts, the Wyvern and the Geekscape 3D or the classic Geekscape logo shirt. You guys can get those too, but these four designs, the two anti-racist geek shirts, the Heroes Wear Mask shirt, and my favorite and my stepmom's favorite, Don't Hate Create, mm -hmm. uh, those all go to the ACLU. That's 10% off of, straight off the top. It's not like off of profits. Like if you order 10% of that money that you just PayPal'd or threw on your credit card is gonna go straight to the ACLU. Then I do the shipping. Then I pay for the shirt and then I maybe buy Katie lunch, and that's what—that's the way that works. Um, so it's—it's it's not ten percent of profits; it's ten percent off the whole enchilada. Because again, like we said, uh, we got to start using our platforms for good. I learned that from a little thing called comic books, and uh, that's what we talk about here on Geekscape. So those are up right now: Geekscape.bigcartel.com. Geekscape is—I think they're awesome. Thank you, Kate Eglin, for putting them together. And uh, thank you for my unending patience for figuring out the store and how to do it. You can also get to the, the, the store by going to geekscape.net, uh, finding that drop-down menu that's on the left, right side of the page and, and clicking on store, and you guys will be awesome. And that's that. So <laughs> become a giant billboard for good. I like that. That's a good tagline. You know, and what I love selling these shirts at Comic-Con because I just see the little billboards walking around Comic-Con. Uh, there will be a logo somewhere on the shirt. I think it's going to end up being on the back underneath your neck, a tiny little Geekscape, little Geekscape logo. But, but you know, your the front area will not have a Geekscape logo on it. We do not care about that. We just care about you all going out and making other people feel inferior. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah, it feels socially superior. Oh, you don't know about this? Well. Feels like. socially superior to others in brand new Geekscape gear with the it's... wear a mask and I'm not a fucking racist shirt line. It's the best way to let other people know you think they are total pieces of trash for not thinking like you do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you take two steps forward and like eight steps back. <laughs> Burn it down. Burn it all down. But do it fashionably, and we're here to help. Uh, <laughs> um, so Jim Pagarnelli corrected me like yesterday when he said that he uh, beat Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the NES all by himself, which is a lie. He probably used an emulator. Uh, he says Sisyphus is the guy with the boulder. 
Check my profile pic. I should know. Yes, oh, I that's know actually very true. <laughs> that Sisyphus is the guy with a boulder rolls down the hill. But Hercules but the, is known for his strength. Hercules is known for his strength. I, I don't think they're mutually exclusive, Jim. I'm pretty sure Hercules. But he is, is right, though. Like, he is right. He probably, the mythology of like Sisyphus and the boulder is kind of, it goes hand in hand. But it's the actually mentality, like actually. Like, so. You don't just you don't just get swole by doing the, uh, the the deeds and doing all the different feats that you do as Hercules. You gotta get, like you gotta put in that gym time, bro, and that means going to find some fucking rocks. That's yeah. how I get swole. I gotta go pick up a boulder. They they didn't have gyms back there. I mean, they had the bathhouses, but I don't think those were for like working out. You know what, what? I mean? Those were for, like. Walking around all oiled up, but I don't think breaking out in some I think way. Hercules had Hercules had to pick up some damn boulders. Let's be clear, all right. <laughs> anyway, besides the point, these are our damn shirts. Let's get those shirts on your skin. I'll order. I'll, I'll, I'll mail them out later in August, and I'm and then post a photo of them on Instagram and tag post a photo. Tag us and be like, I'm better than you because oh, I no. I care. <laughs> See, that's that two-step forward, eight-step back thing. I'm so glad I brought you on. <laughs> Just like nitpick on everything that you No, say. it's not nitpicking. It's literally, you're, you're like my parole officer. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, Jonathan. You're stepping out of bounds. <laughs> Jonathan, they thought you were doing a good thing with the shirts, and now you're just berating your audience. So <laughs> order, order, so order the, them now. <laughs> order the shirts. Wear the Don't shirts. And 10% go to the ACLU. So that's what I want you all to know, okay? Uh, I may be completely dumb and socially inept, but I try and do some good in this world, okay? All right. That's enough. Good tagline. All right. Yeah, uh, it's tattooed on my back. Uh, Prison style. Um, So (laughs) our (laughs) our good friend, uh, Gray Drake, is here. Uh, Let's bring her on here. How was that, Gray? It's been a while. Hey, speaking of doing some good, but being a dumbass while you're doing it, great, great. Yeah. <laughs> That's the intro you always needed. Um, our good friend Anne just said, Gray is the best. Anne, that's so great. I got to say, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. Uh, that's why she is on the show. I got to tell you, uh, you know, to get real, Gray, how are you doing? Because I reached out to have you on the show because you put out like one of these Facebook messages where like, it was like, listen, how do you load a shotgun? And I was like, what the, what? <laughs> oh my God. You, doing okay? <laughs> like, what, what do you um, mean? What's happening? To be clear, everyone, that was a paraphrase. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, I, I posted that I was having a really hard time creating right like i needed one of the shirts don't hate create yeah. <laughs> um i was having a really hard time doing anything on my own sure. and i yet the my need to connect with everybody still remained right and i didn't really know how to do it so i just posted a status on facebook and i was like drop a drop a comment about something that delights you right now or something that you're working on or something that someone else is working on or a picture or a meme or whatever. Uh, And it was, it ended up being such an amazing thread. It was like over a hundred comments of people sharing things about their yoga studios and their podcasts and photos that they've taken and just all kinds of really great stuff. And 
by the end of the day, not only did I feel a gajillion times better, but it just reminded me that, you know, there's so, so many great things in this world that are not anything causing my anxiety. <laughs> yeah. And, and it really meant a lot to me. And it was great to have your comment on there too, Jonathan. And I'm excited to be here because it's been a really long time and it really does make me feel better. Cause yeah, I felt kind of crappy. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't doubt that. I think a lot of us are, I, um, well done, Jonathan, translating that post from shotgun <laughs> to just, I want to see somebody create something and like inspire me. Uh, good job there, buddy. <laughs> it could have been a, it could have been a Pollock behind her. Not on my accent wall. No way. No <laughs> that way. accent wall is killer, by the way. I have to let you know. <laughs> it's really good. But no, I, I think a lot of us can relate to that because I mean, it, there's <laughs> there's something about um, being very social beings and then also not being allowed to socialize um, safely in a way um, yeah. and like trying to find a way to. Um, reinvigorate that creative spark within yourself um, can be really hard when things are so trying right now. It's actually, it's, it's one of the articles that I'm, I'm writing about um, at the moment. I'm talking to a lot of psychologists and like, it, there's just so much um, personal work that I think that we all have to like focus on at the moment um, <laughs> in, in order to get ourselves even to a place where it's, where we can even start to create something or begin an idea. Yes. And I, I think for me, I definitely was, I had more energy. I had more hope uh, back towards the sort of March, April, May part of all of this. I'm, I love self-work. I love, um, you know, psychology. I love learning about the way the brain works. Yeah. And in July, I can tell you, I'm tired of yeah. all of that. The dead inside is kind of setting in. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And you know, cause I'll, this is sort of like a tangent into the same topic. I have not needed clothing. So I have just in the past four months worn the same comfy clothes over and over again. Right. I decided right treat Joseph. Right. And I'm like, treat yourself, girl, get a new pair of comfy pants. Yes. And all the comfy pants that have arrived at the house suck. No, oh, wait, wait, which ones are you getting? Because I've actually got these. I've been wearing these for like weeks now. Like I do, I do change them out and I, I wash them. But at the same time, like my boyfriend was like, are you going to wear any other pants at any point? <laughs> Are you going to wear pants, period, pal? Because you're really throwing some stones in some glass houses. <laughs> yeah, definitely not, because they do not fit right now. Um, but uh, I, I, I'll, I'll send you something that um, Amazon. Uh, it's a bay leaf. I think it's the brand. It's really comfy. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that because I'm about at the end of my rope, and I had posted something on Instagram. I'm just disappointed. I was like, this is a very easy thing. I should not have to give any thought to. Oh. And it's not working out. And so I posted something on Instagram and I actually got recommendations from people. Now, oh, no. again, this is <laughs> going to loop back, I promise. So stick with me. I got recommendations for leggings when really what I was looking for were joggers. Okay, mm -hmm. so different kinds of styles <laughs> of pants. Don't need to cling. And a, a girlfriend of mine and I were talking and I said, honestly, I guess... Maybe what I need to do is reframe 
my whole idea of what comfortable is, but I, and here's where it loops back. I am so tired of having to reframe all of my thinking. Right. Yeah. That's all that I've been doing. And I'm so sick of it. And I think that really, we were talking a little bit before we got started. And I think that's kind of why it feels like the little, the small things that we have to do in the day feel so much more stressful and more laborious. Burdensome. Yeah. 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 And so I have to say that recently I felt really weighed down by that. Um, I, and, and my whole experience in this life and a, a big thing that feeds into my work is that my natural state is very buoyant and it, I'm, I'm a very happy person. And for the first time in my life, I feel like I'm really struggling with that identity and that version of myself. Sure. And that leaves me not really knowing like where I am or how I fit in or what, what's going to happen to my work. And it, so it's, it is re- relatively heavy and it all, it, it can all be related back to comfy pants. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, my personal philosophy yeah. is that comfy pants should be like a partner. They should not be clingy. They should be very loose. Preach. <laughs> there's a, uh, there's something to be said for small victories too. There's something to be said for, I just made my bed today. And that hey. means, when I'm done with the day, I can go back to a made bed. And um, it's, something, it, it's something I learned. For, I mean, Geekscape is a uh, surprise. We're going to get serious on this podcast about the mental health and the well-being and the wellness. And something I've talked about in the 3.0 version of Jonathan. I think some of you called it on social media. <laughs> in the wake of my divorce, in the wake of all that stuff, I started talking about uh, my uh, little stuttering mental health. And, uh, and the first lesson I learned, I think it was off of a Tim Ferriss, uh, podcast or one of his books, or I was reading, um, I was reading all sorts of stuff. And, uh, and it was like, just make your bed in the morning because even if your day goes to complete shit or nothing happens at all, Mm. when you put your head down after the defeats or the victories, you have a, a, a bed made and it's something that they, they preach in the military. And it's not just discipline in the military where they're like, Oh, you got to make a tight bed and watch your corners and all that. You know, it's because no matter what happens that day, you've set yourself up to at least have that. And those are small victories that you can build on. Huh. That's very interesting. I can, I, I can relate to that. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> you know yeah. what's funny is that the way that our sleep schedule works, my husband always makes the bed, mm-hmm. and so I will just count that as him setting me up for success. <laughs> right. I like right. that though. That's I, I. And again, it's the whole reframing thing, though. But like, yeah, no, that's a great way to look at it because yeah. I don't know. Sometimes at the end of the day, like, or even at the beginning of the day, it's like I don't have the energy for a lot of this stuff. Well, just think about what we're in the middle of as well, because. Uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine. I, I made a new friend. Uh, this okay. this guy named Jim Baker. He's actually a, a wrestler and like a cosplayer. And he has a wrestling ring uh, over here in Burbank that like isn't being used. He's got this huge studio and uh, space and he's in, in all this stuff. I met him through my brother. And uh, he's just kind of talking about how he has this overhead now and he wants mm. to produce products and opening up like a wrestling school. He wants to do all this stuff that the pandemic just absolutely slammed the door in his face on. And he's been out here X number of years. And I just said, hey, the creative life that we're living and really this may not just be our lives as creatives. It could be something that everyone is feeling out there. We're always failing. 
we're always failing. We are always failing. And then there are those hits that we maybe get to first base. These are sports metaphors on Geekscape. I know. Bear with me. Uh, but, you know, base hits are really rare and home runs are very rare. So you have to accept that you're just surviving. And I think that's become really apparent in what we're going through right now is that uh, there's a rarity to success in this life. Life is hard. You yeah. know, life is hard for a lot of people. Um, one thing you can always do is help. One thing you can always do is reach out. When uh, Grape posted that, uh, I was like, oh, this is someone I haven't talked to and she's in need. I can't read the rest of these responses because I'll feel like a complete loser because people are building in-home yoga studios and like refurbishing <laughs> their stuff and they're learning how to cook. And I got a question for you two ladies uh, because I recently just moved in with one. Um, when you get bored during the pandemic and there was that whole thing where you're going to start experimenting, why do you experiment with making cakes instead of experimenting in the bedroom like we wanted you to? What's going on here? What's up with that? Because oh, cake right. is immediate satisfaction. Oh, yeah, you're right. Instead of the promise of satisfaction with no delivery. I get it. But, I mean... I'm sorry, <laughs> but I don't. Gray, did you cook uh, in the beginning of the pandemic? In fact, uh, my husband Steve has been doing the majority of the cooking. Um, yeah, he, he is a boss, and the hundred percent star of our quarantine is his French onion dip that he makes from scratch, real onions. Dude, the most sensational thing. I love it so much, and every time that he makes it, I am like, "Whatever you need, whatever I will bring it. <laughs> you need." That sounds great. That, that sounds, sounds really amazing. Good. I'm kind of hungry listening to this. Oh yeah, I got my god! Very hungry just hearing about this. I, I've Ooh. personally been going hard on like uh, the roasts and things like that that I can just pop into a crock pot, and then it just gets a bunch of flavor and whatnot. But that dip sounds amazing. I'll send you the recipe. I'm happy to send anybody the recipe if they contact me on social because it is so worth it. Um, I, I I loved it. And I actually don't. This is another interesting kind of topic is that I don't know like how much joy I get from food most of the time okay. because I'm so busy and my life is weird. I have no mm -hmm. set schedule that I'm always just kind of trying to do what works or what fits into the moment. And I, I'm a delicate flower. I eat very specific things. I try to keep it tight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, the, the the pandemic has actually sort of opened a different door for me, which is like, well, we have time actually now to cook. And very thankfully, you know, we have access to the grocery and everything is running relatively normally. And so we've been experimenting that way. And yeah, so I'm getting more joy out of out of that part of life, which is really cool. And it is new, I guess. I haven't really thought about it till just now. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was going to ask, like, what skills you've picked up, because it sounds like we're kind of on that thread anyway, is, uh, you know, you're talking about uh, widening your appreciation for what your daily habits are. Uh, and like, what are the skills that you picked up where you're, where you're like, you know what, I, I never did that, but now I have maybe a little bit of time or I didn't, I didn't have time, but my perception of time is different. So I'm rearranging it to give myself time for this thing that really uh, gives me pleasure. Like, maybe I'm adding meditation to my schedule. Maybe I'm adding exercise or 
just reading to my schedule when I didn't give myself chan a, a chance to do that before, but now it's survival. <laughs> um, I actually, right away when you asked that question, I knew exactly what it was. Um, it's meditation awesome. because I have had such a tumultuous relationship with meditation. Um, if anybody out there or you guys have read Eat, Pray, Love. <laughs> why would I, I want to okay. read it? Okay, no, so don't, don't watch the movie. Just read the book. It's really good. I just it, went in her footsteps. <laughs> oh, you just did it? <laughs> I just did it. I was like, let's fuck James Franco. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, Again? I feel. <laughs> Why would I do it twice? Um, yeah. All right. Good point. Fine <laughs> point. So she, so the author of that book, she has um, also really, she really struggles with Elizabeth meditation. Gilbert. Yes, thank you, and. So the whole pray section of the book, I really related to because it's a lot about her struggle and how she's constantly feeling like she's not doing it right. Yeah. Which is totally me because I have the kind of personality that needs to achieve. So if I feel like I haven't done something correctly, it's a big existential dilemma for me. Yeah. And then one day she just gets it. Yeah. And that's meditation. And so I always said to myself, I'm like, well, I don't know, maybe someday I'm going to be like Elizabeth Gilbert and maybe just one day I'm going to get it. Mm -hmm. And with this raised anxiety, uh, I was sort of seeking like a new thing to do where I was like, I don't know. I mean, I like the Headspace app, but I don't really connect with it very much. Found some cool things on YouTube, but the same deal. Yeah. And then... Ooh. A girlfriend of mine just randomly texts me and she's like, have you ever heard of this guy named Wim Hof? Well, he's widely available for everyone to meet. Uh, he does a lot of like interviews with people like Russell Brand and Joe Rogan and um, his breathing technique is widely available. He's also featured on the Goop Show um, on Netflix by oh. Gwyneth Paltrow's very obnoxious company. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've heard that name. Oh, I banished it from my brain, and right, now right. Jerry just put it back in there. <laughs> that was and, definitely in the file that I was like, mm, no. <laughs> what did I heard that? Oh yeah, hell. miscellaneous. <laughs> yeah, and rightly so. But the show really does have some interesting episodes because it's mostly featuring people that are doing interesting things in the world that her staff then goes to try. And mm. so some of them are pretty cool. And, oh, I see in the comments, yeah. Richto's totally done Wim Hof yeah. method. Uh, Richto on, on YouTube just says, I have done the Wim Hof method. I have done the James Franco method. Um, <laughs> they're they're the very different. Ice baths for the win. Right. Right. So they, call, they call this dude the Iceman because science has studied him and this breathing technique that supposedly can control your autonomic nervous system, which is the part of your nervous system that controls your heartbeat and your breathing and things that you don't have to think about. But he can slow down his whole body just by doing this breathing technique that is available for free on YouTube. Cool. And so I tried it. And I have to tell you, I felt for the first time in such a long time my anxiety completely left me. Uh, the 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 deep, lingering sense of dread. <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of that going around. Yeah, yeah. there really has, and and yeah. it 
but it it lifted off of me in a way that allowed me to function in a very different manner. And it to me, although he doesn't really promote it as a meditation technique, I really feel that it's meditative. And I to- all of a sudden, I totally understood all of those people that do transcendental meditation that just blah, blah, blah. TM is so great. Give them all your money. And I've never wanted to do that. And um, Wim Hof actually was just such a great introduction for me. And I highly recommend me and Rick do- totally recommend him. <laughs> and he's Dutch and nuts, by the way. Oh, I Not Rick, but Wim. Wim is Wim, Dutch okay. and nuts. Very so cool. he'll be a Ben Stiller character pretty soon. Yeah, pretty soon. <laughs> nice. I, he probably already has been, honestly. I don't see how that guy in Miami who does the spice off his elbow, I, I thought that was, oh, you yeah. know the Spice Bay guy? Salt Bay. It's like he yeah. does a salt off of it. He, he, he's like a dude from Brazil or something, and he lives in Miami, and he basically serves NBA players, but he, he puts salt in his hand and he bounces it off of his elbow onto the other thing. Like it's, that's his move. When I first discovered his Instagram page, I thought it was a Ben Stiller character and he was just clowning us. <laughs> I realized he's like a real dude. Very uh, possible. So I, I, I think that Wim Hof is next. I think he's the dude. I'm and, definitely, uh, I'm excited to look that up. Speaking that of uh, Elizabeth Gilbert, there's actually a really good uh, TED talk that she gives about the creative mind. And um, she goes through like the process of like, especially more geared towards writers um, because she's like, I feel like, we as writers have gotten this like repertoire for being like alcoholic drinkers who can't get through the next chapter, you know? And um, she, she goes in depth with um, the ego and how back in, uh, I want to say antiquity, like uh, ancient Greece, the ego was like a separate being. It was like a Dobby, the house elf that you would either share the blame of your piece of shit work or you'd share this success of um you know of whatever you did so that it was something separate from you so that not everything was just put solely on you like the blame or the success wasn't put solely on you and she was like after i think the industrial age it switches over into like becoming more like the egos like the the me like me part of it um she's like i think that was a huge mistake and she's like i feel like especially as artists and in in this kind of situation we have to be so kind to our craft and and to creation in general because if we put all the blame and all the success on ourselves we're just we're setting ourselves up for ruin yeah. Um, so I highly recommend Elizabeth Gilbert TED Talk. Um, there was a, uh, I'm sorry, Katie. There, there was a, there's a book that really did. I will say it saved my life. That my buddy Nick Scown, who's been on the show before, recommended to me. It was like he mailed me two books right away, and there were two Ryan Holiday books when he found out that I'd been separated and was like living in like a weird ass apartment in Los Feliz. Uh, he's <laughs> like, like I was just like spending every day like on my floor, like staring at the ceiling, being like, I don't want to kill myself. But I don't want, but I'll just stay here until I die. And and so he sent me two books. He sent me two Ryan Holiday books, Ego is the Enemy and uh, and, uh, The Obstacle is the Way, which is like, you just got to put your head down and go through it. But Ego is the Enemy is very much like what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Like like our self-preservation has turned into like an ego where we think that uh, we know better or that we know the solution. And because of that, why are we failing? Why are these things not happening? Why do we think that we deserve all these things? My, uh, the one thing I learned about being prolific 
that I told to students earlier today, uh, somebody, a, a college trusted me with being a professor for the last 10 years. And I was telling the students this, I said, it, it is not about being good at all. It is about being prolific. And it, you will make stuff that is garbage to you that people love. Welcome to Geekscape. Or you will make things that you think were incredible that people just don't touch. get or don't touch. Right. And, yeah. um, and your ego is kind of what is making you invest in why somebody should discover this and uh, or, or invest it to the same level that you've invested in it. And ultimately, like if I have a mantra, because I will say that during this pandemic, I've actually been incredibly prolific and I don't want to act like that. But the, the pandemic has changed my output in a huge way. And I've. I'm not going to say I'm, I'm happier than the, during the pandemic, but professionally, I've actually felt incredibly vibrant and uh, and forward momentum. Yeah, there's been a lot of forward momentum, and I just feel like uh, there's a lot of freezing going on, a lot of people stuck in place, and I kind of treat it like Kobe Bryant being like, I'm just going to keep with the sports metaphors. Uh, but 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 he was the guy who would be in the gym at 4.30, and he just mapped it out. He said, okay, if you go to the gym at 6 a.m., I've already been in the gym since 4.30. So even if you were a better player than me, eventually over time, I will surpass you because I'm just putting in more time. So it's not about quality. It is about time and being prolific. So here, I'm going to boil it down to my mantra. When I sit down to write, be dumb. Just be dumb. Just put out as much as possible and do not let that ego stop you and say, hey, this isn't any good. Or... Hey, you can do better. Or, hey, you should be doing something else. Or, hey, you should be doing what that other person is doing because you went and doom scrolled through Instagram and Twitter and should be comparing them to you, which is probably why I did spend too much time on Dre's post about what everybody's under the pandemic. Doom scroll is like my new favorite term. Not, I mean, because we all are doom scrolling right now for, yeah. for information. And we end up like 30 minutes later being like, oh, fuck, this world sucks. And we're never going to get out of this. And you just have to be dumb. I'm sorry. It's easy for me to say because I, I am, but you just have to put all the blinders up like, and just be like, whatever. I'm going to just get through this chapter. I'm just going to get through this joke. I'm just going to get through this shoot. I'm just going to get through this review. I'm just going to get through this thought and nothing's going to stop me. And if anything does, it's definitely not going to be the intelligence of saying, Hey, stop. You shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> Because nothing matters right now. Yeah, well, and I, I think that's the thing is that like when uh, like when you're trying to seek out like a really solid creation that like has meaning, and you're like, but like, literally nothing matters, and like it's like I think that method is really great because instead of just staying within your head and being like, okay, well, this doesn't matter, this is so stupid, just getting it out and just getting it in front of people. One of my friends was like, I made this sketch, and no one's gonna get it, no one's gonna like it. Um, but I made it, I was like, just post it, just post it. And he did. And it was actually hilarious. It was a really good sketch. He just did on his own with a green screen. And at, at some point it kind of turns into a Nike symbol where it's just like, just do it. Like be dumb. That's the next year Geekscape shirts. Be dumb. <laughs> you guys, um, are you guys are really inspiring me right now. I'm hanging on your every word and you're like my geeky Tony Robbins right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting that on Welcome my wall of like mottos. <laughs> She's been called the geek Tony Robbins. Uh, welcome <laughs> to 
I'm Welcome sorry. to uh, what, what the Geekscapists have called the Jonathan 3.0. I just, great, no offense to like the critic life or the reviewer life or the film journalist life. Um, there came a time about six, seven years ago where I just didn't want to do it anymore. I didn't want to talk about other people's shit anymore. Yeah. I, felt, I felt like as a filmmaker, I felt like a loser talking about winners and I just didn't want to do it anymore. And and so I just started talking, like, what else can we talk about? Well, let's talk about these lessons that these pop culture things teach us, which is obviously where my socialist Marxist platform of Geekscape has started to turn. But uh, let's just talk about doing good. Let's just talk about helping each other out because no matter how crappy we're doing, helping other people out always makes you feel better, unless you're trash. And then if you're trash, well, you haven't made it 40 minutes into this episode. I, I highly doubt if somebody who is like a pure piece of trash is like, I'm going to go help someone. <laughs> I So the, I think that you're absolutely right. I mean, I think you're right on all counts. And I and just, just being able to create, because it, I, I also have never liked being called a film critic. Sure. Um, because I initially started a podcast. We were commenting on movies. I got hired to write movie reviews, but then I stopped writing and then continued on as a, like an interviewer type. You're a person that would, and a brand to herself. Well, thank you. Um, do you need a job as my publicist? Because that was great. Yeah. <laughs> um, and. Let's go. As a as a filmmaker as well, I I never ever like crapping on somebody else's stuff because I know the miracle that it is to get something to the screen, and uh, it always makes me uncomfortable. It always did. It always does. Uh, people ask my opinion, but I really don't love giving it anymore. I have. The, the only problem is, is that you can't even it's whatever I am is difficult to label because uh, really, I'm just an entertainer. And I, I know a lot about movies and that's how I started to make a name for myself. Gonna, that's it. I'm going to edit your title. What was it that got you into entertainment to begin with? She went to like UT for film. Like she's a well, good memory. She's <laughs> Thank you. Um, I have, when I look back at, at my entire life, I have always had a microphone in my hand. Love it. That's it. I just love entertaining. I love being in front of a crowd. Uh, I, it's just a very specific skill set because I'm not a stand up comedian. I am a host. I am, a, you know, just like, I just like to ensure that everything moves smoothly for everyone uh, on stage. And I, I have a knack for it. So um, I went to film school, UT Austin, as you already know, and I made films. I've, I've, I worked in film when I first came out to LA for a long time, but then I started this movie podcast and the movie podcast led to writing reviews. And at the exact same moment, I just got hired to write reviews and CNN called my new employer. And they were like, Hey, do you have anybody that could like come on every weekend? Cause we like need somebody. And they go, I don't know. We just hired some random pink haired girl. <laughs> and the most surprising thing that had happened to me at that point in my life was not the first time that I was on CNN, but rather 
the fact that I was on a second time. <laughs> um, you know, you, you got a job when you're going in the second day. <laughs> right. And I, the thing is, is that I just always wanted to treat every opportunity as though it was the last one. And so I was always, <laughs> I was definitely pushing the gray agenda when I would go. Um, the gray agenda. <laughs> I, 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 I think that's your new book title, by the way. The oh gray my agenda. God. The Brigenda. I love it. Um, and so the, but for some reason, like they just kept asking me back. So I was able to do stupid stuff on CNN. My parents could see me on TV every week. Mm -hmm. Uh, and from there I started doing interviews and I realized the, the, the really like basic knowledge that everyone should understand, but doesn't that these people that create this art that is so meaningful to us that they are so talented. Uh, they're just people. Yeah. And if you, I mean, as you know, as an actor, like it, you're, you are a person and you have headphones and you are talking and we are good. And, uh, when you are sitting in a very superficial environment doing an interview, but you're able to sort of put all that aside and just mm -hmm. have a really weird conversation. <laughs> I started, I started to see that like, that was what I'm here to do. That's, that's my thing is connecting with people on this strange level. Uh, and that, that's why I've licked Paul Rudd's face twice. <laughs> and again, the second time is the time that means you're going to keep doing it. That's right. That's the gray agenda, baby. That's, that's, the gray agenda. <laughs> that's, that's a really good book title. <laughs> Was I wrong in saying you're the future world conqueror? No, like you've just confirmed everything that I said. It's like, thank you. Um, Rick does back. He says meditation just makes sense. We pump our brains full of dopamine and the crash makes us feel miserable. Anything in the mind, of course, will have positive effects. Also, I like Gray Drake. Like, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank uh, you. She's about to be your ruler. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wizard of Video Games on Twitch says, I'm an expert at the low quality part. Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you've been with Geekscape so long. Love we it. find ourselves. Welcome to the watering hole. Yeah. We all drink the same stuff. Be uh, dumb, be dumb, be dumb. 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 <laughs> and doing stuff. Yoda was always saying that shit. Luke was like, I had no be idea. Dumb. Why is he saying all that dumb shit? And it's it's not really dumb shit. Your ego is just making you think you're too smart. Uh, Richto says, in studying the meaning of life, I have found one answer that says the meaning is to create and appreciate art. There is no art without a reviewer. Art exists from the union of the artist and the fan, which I will say the consumer, the appreciator. It takes effort to be a great fan that understands art at a deep level. This role should not be seen as a failure. No, just making Man. as Grace said, just making shit is hard. Yeah, uh, that's a really that's a really uh, I think astute observation. And I certainly think in the world of criticism that there are people that make it its own art form. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I've I've had the honor of working with like Leonard Malton and just like what a mind and what an appreciator and he he's phenomenal now the trick is kind of looping back to what we've been discussing about ego i would never put my commentary on the level of those people sure. i'm just here to do something different and i don't believe that the discourse that i create is the same as some of film's greatest 
reviewing minds. Um, but I mean, oh, that's really I, I, just a fancy way of saying I don't believe in myself. <laughs> I, was, I was noticing that, but I, I, again, it's the whole reframing thing that's so exhausting. But at the same time, it's like, uh, for me, Heidi and I were talking after the stream yesterday about acting and like setups for like self tapes and whatnot. And um, she was saying about something. I was like, oh, let me know if that person's casting again. And Jonathan made it a very quick, uh, funny comment about like, oh, it's called you know. it annoyance, Katie, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, like, why are you hoarding all the roles for yourself, Heidi? And I was like, well, Heidi and I are completely different. Like, one, we're completely different, like, actors. Yes, we both have the same title as, like, actor or performer or whatever the case may be. But we approach things completely differently. And, like, we're obviously going to go for roles that are very different. Um, and we're going to be, like, imbibe something different. So even comparing ourselves to someone um, who is in the same vein of what we're doing or, like, what we're, you know, uh, our career is, is kind of self-detrimental to begin with. Because it's like, yeah... They are phenomenal in what they do, but it's like, but I also bring something that's completely different. They, these are my points of view and my experiences that like no one can replicate in any way. Um, well, and I just got to say that, uh, yes, you and Heidi are not the same, but uh, only one of you has this title. <laughs> new co-host Katie's the new co-host and uh, Heidi well uh, she's not here so uh, and she's not <laughs> yeah other, other than saying you are two awesome amazing babes uh, there is uh, you know there's plenty between you two you guys are both incredible uh <laughs> well and that's the thing though right is that we're all like everyone has something to offer that's just something that this pandemic has really exacerbated for me sure. is all of a sudden being in this new headspace of like, well, what does my voice matter? And yeah. I, I'm on the hunt. I feel like this is a good opportunity for me to go straight through, you know, the, what is it? What would it mire. be? The, the, yeah, the mire. It's like, you know, the, the forest of discontent. <laughs> so, of our discontent but no no I, I was just gonna say that like to be serious with you <laughs> I am capable of it right uh you'll you'll never know and I'm sorry I'm not doom saying it's just uh all you can do is put things out and you'll never uh know and you you'll know sometimes and you know this great from putting out things over and over again that you'll you'll find somebody years after what you put out there, say, hey, you know what? That really meant a lot to me. I was talking to somebody two, three weeks ago who we found, we ended up on the same uh, side in a uh, in a, a, a Facebook thread that was uh, political. And I had sent him a message. It was just like, hey, man, I'm really sorry about that guy. Uh, you're, you know, I don't agree with him. And uh, I don't want to block him because I want to keep discourse open. But uh, yeah, fuck that guy. He, and he wrote back and was like, agreed. And can I just stop and say that when you started talking about mental health three years ago, like I was in a really bad place and it completely helped me. And I just wanted to say thank you because I've never gotten the chance. And so 
great, you'll never know the wonderful things you are already doing. Well, and I and I think that's why it's so important, like you talking about it right now, because I know there's almost everyone is kind of going through this. That yeah, that was it. I'll, 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 I will talk about I will talk about wellness and mental. I love that I'm like I'm loving on Gray, and it's just like full on Jonathan. <laughs> Guys, this new system uh, to answer one of the questions that was in the the comments. It was uh, our. My friend Lauren Selman said, are you streaming with StreamYard? The question is, uh, the answer is yes, I am streaming with StreamYard. Put in the new branding so you don't know it's StreamYard. But StreamYard, we love StreamYard. But Lauren Selman's got a really great headshot. Lauren's on there. Um, Lauren's awesome. Lauren is awesome. And uh, yeah, so we are streaming with StreamYard. But uh, ultimately, I don't. sometimes the buttons get away from me. I am the dumbest person here. So sometimes I'm like, oh, I'll push this button. And then somebody else's Facebook's up. Um, I just did something and I deeply regret it and I've been doing it a lot and it's a total accident. Can I share it with you? Absolutely. As a scuba diver, I do this to say, okay, because in scuba hand Mm. signals, this means go up. They're very different Uh. things. So I, it's ingrained in me. I've been doing it more than half my life. And I do this and then I go, oh, okay, God, it's simple. white power now. Yeah. yeah. I, you know what? And here's the thing that bugs me about that. Not only was that like the okay symbol, but it also was like if you sit, sent it a different way, it was the butthole symbol. Like, oh, look at that, you know? And like, <laughs> and I'm like, make the white power symbol the butthole symbol again. Like, that's all yeah. I... <laughs> That's if you just wanted your friends to, to to get punched, you would do like a little hole, the okay symbol, right. and you'd hold it. And if they looked at it, you could get to slug them. But uh, yeah, uh, I used to do it with other runners when I go jogging. I would give them uh, a thumbs up or a piece or the okay symbol. And I sure as hell ain't doing that anymore because this morning I was running in Balboa Park with my with my buddy Zeb and. I keep my mask up and I don't want to be too much of a jerk, but if I run past you and your mask isn't up, I will fake cough on you. Uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, if, if I see somebody like 10, 20 yards coming towards me, I will make sure to put the mask up. Um, and so uh, I did that with somebody coming towards me and he literally goes, I don't give a fuck about you. Uh, he called me the N word. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Zeb just started fucking laughing. <laughs> was it was it a white guy that said that? It wasn't a white guy. So maybe it was a positive. Maybe he sees me as his and I'm down with him. Uh-huh. But my the only, the, only, the only this is what I did. Because there are parts of Balboa Park where, you know, the bike path you, you can only you know, you're not you don't have six feet, so you're gonna run past people who are not wearing masks. And he literally saw me coming. I put my mask up and he yells, I don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. And he said the N word. And, and my only response, the first thing that jumped to my head was, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There's that four star like, review. <laughs> like really loudly. I just go, I know. And Zeb, <laughs> I, hear, I just hear Zeb break down laughing behind me. He's like, Did you? And like, it's like. It's like in Arrested Development, whenever something sad happens, and Michael, and generally it's Michael, Sarah, that yeah, da-na-na, I'm a, Charlie you're Brown away. Right. You're right. I'm shit. <laughs> nah. Isn't it a great world we're living in? Um, so oftentimes you will see me 
accidentally being like, okay, ooh, I mean this, I mean oh, good. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I hate it. I did that on a game today. I'm doing the Ringo with the two, or the, the John. I like that. Doing yeah, the, I like that. Peace. Yeah. Peace and love. Katie, what, what did you do today? I, yeah, no, I, so I, I run uh, games for this company called the Go Game, and it's like remote team building type stuff. And um, and I and I flashed the what I always thought was the OK symbol, and I like nearly punched my own self, <laughs> like it was the butthole symbol, because I was just like, why? <laughs> Oh, this world is so confusing now. <laughs> Not like it wasn't before, but you can't I, do it. If if I'm ever trapped under rubble and the paramedic is like, "Are you okay?" I'll be like, "Yes," and racist because <laughs> it's the A O K. Do you know what? Just if I if I accidentally do that, just leave me under the rubble. Yeah, um, probably does. Yeah, it's yeah. just leave me oh. here. Thumbs if I accidentally up. do something racist, please just shoot me, please. Uh, accidentally do it. I'm from, well, I'm from Texas. It's <laughs> so it's just in you? Oh, good. Great. Did, did you grow up in Texas or did you just went there for film school? I was born in Dallas, but I grew up in actually Colorado and then went back to Austin because it's the best. Because it's the best. Why did we ever leave? Oh, my God. I, I, I have started to ask myself that question. Yeah. But... You know, Katie's here, so I'm staying. Uh, That's the only reason. <laughs> I, I, I have friends in Austin who regularly say, yeah, I mean, you can't do anything there that you can't do to here. And I'm like, yeah, but we're in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> like, I get what you're saying. I might as well be in Mogadishu as far as the internet connection goes. But like, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, I, I saw it when I was in school there. I saw it as that there is certainly a thriving artistic community there. However, it is smaller. So there were more people competing for fewer jobs. So that's why I came to Los Angeles because I was just being as pragmatic as possible. Um, however, now that I've lived out here for a while, I'm like, Austin sounds great and it costs the same. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Austin's pretty is where my heart is, but Geekscape is I'm I'm in LA and Gray's here, so I'm not leaving unless uh, she goes to Austin. Then I will staple myself to her back, and she will carry me there. I love that uh, you just named two women who are not the person you just moved in with. Yeah, but uh, she'll be back. Uh, do I can I, if I blink? Like, will you guys like? Are you are you under duress? <laughs> don't be the okay symbol <laughs> don't do that wait did you, did you guys know about i mean i don't want to be mansplaining or any of that shit but i found this on social media and i actually thought it was pretty awesome because domestic abuse is something that i'm pretty uh That's anti true. and like but there is a sign that if you are in trouble and you are cohabitating with somebody that is dangerous to you but you can't say hey help me i'm cohabiting with somebody, which a lot of people are dealing with right now in the pandemic. Yes. You're getting stuck with people you don't want to be with. Um, like Heidi is now that I've moved in. Um, there is actually a sign where you hold up your palm, you fold your thumb inward, and then you fold your fourth fingers over the thumb. So if you're in a casual conversation over Skype or Zoom or something like that, and you find yourself uh, just casually like sitting there doing that, uh, and podcast listeners, I'm sorry you can't see this, but you give the signal and it just lets the other person know, find a way to help me. And wow. It's, wow. It was, I mean, I saw this video in, great. in I, I don't know, Twitter. Cool. It was so powerful. 
that I just started sharing it with everybody, but I guess Gray and Katie. Uh, no, I, I, I've heard about that. I, um, it, and uh, I mean, I guess hand symbols are like just a whole new language now that aren't ASL or yeah. anything like that. But yeah, there's definitely a lot of new meanings to things. So Rick though said that I must live under a rock. I just learned from the stream that the OK sign is now racist. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's it, you know, it's it's it's. I was just doing this on the sign, but it, it, please, I'm not fucking racist. Uh, it is the screen cap. Screen cap. This is a W. <laughs> the three fingers that are up is a W, and then your arm with the circle become a P, and it is white power. Uh, oh, which, that makes which, me so mad. Which to, yeah. I mean. What, that there's a lot of dudes with little dicks that run around thinking that they have power? Listen, Geekscapers, here's the agenda. Interracial breeding. I'm the product of it. Let's just breed them out. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do love it. Love is love. Love, love is, is love. <laughs> sex, which is hard for us to attain at times, geeks. Sex will deliver us from this world of uh, white supremacy. We will breed them out. Yeah, it's a great. I like it. I like it. I'm willing. I that is that is a hill I'm willing to die on. Like sex will get us through this. Yeah. Whenever a racist says, uh, "Let's just agree to disagree," which basically means uh, the status quo is working in my favor, so I'm just going to defuse the situation. Uh, I say, "Well, well, why don't we just bang it out?" This is my solution now to, to, to fighting white supremacy. Oh my gosh, we've solved I'm the pandemic. Bang it out. We can solve all this. Just interracial. I love it. it. And by Bang the way, it out. I don't know about you guys, but I've had that whole thing where like I like I try to keep friends of differing opinions. Um until like until things get dicey with posts where I'm like, okay, this is no longer a difference of opinion. This is a difference of morality. And I'm like, <laughs> you're out. <laughs> yeah. You're I done. can't do this. Uh-huh. In, in uh, so many ways, it's become an intelligence test. Where, uh, oh. And I'm, I'm not the smartest person on the planet, so trust oh, me. I, I told you my motto is be dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Just get the thoughts out here. Like Richto yeah. said it. He said Jonathan is missing a filter. Yeah, and then he then he followed it up with from brain to mouth. And I'm like, what, <laughs> what brain? <laughs> like it's all mouth and id here. And uh that's just the way it works. But you know, that it solved a lot of problems for me creatively. Be dumb, get it out there, and let let the people in the market dice up how they want to eat the fish that you served up. Like, I don't know. Like, and bang it out. And bang, bang it, it out. out. Bang it out. You want to solve racism? Bang, bang it out. out. And one day we'll all be kind of brown. <laughs> It'll be awesome. Melanin it. is great. I love it. <laughs> great. I got to tell you, are you happy with your service on Geekscape? Are you feeling better? Is this I I actually really do. I, I I feel like I've I literally was taking notes while you guys were talking. I've got book recommendations. I can't wait to read uh, wait to read your article, Katie, that you're writing. Oh, um, you. Yeah, and it 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 really is nice to connect this way. And it's been so long since I've seen you, Jonathan. I'm so pumped that you had that response on my Facebook status. It just makes me glad. Actually, I think that it's positive reinforcement for me to reach out even when it's difficult for me. Uh, I'm not used to that feeling, but the rewards are just like huge and very obvious. So thank you. 
And you know what? We're the ones who are present and seeing you, but it doesn't mean that, again, like I said, what you're putting out in the world isn't seen by others that you aren't aware of because down on movies on YouTube said, really great seeing Ray Drake. Oh, that's this, this kind these comments today, like that also is incredible for exactly the reasons that we're talking about. Like anyone that I haven't had the chance to connect with online or at a con well, on this week that we should be at SDCC, like uh, it just really, all these comments have really made me feel fantastic. Well, I will talk about mental health and wellness and each other over the X-Men any day of the week. And I really effing love the X-Men. Like I really <laughs> do. I love pop culture and I love it. But uh, people come first. And that's kind of the rule is, uh, you know, if, if, we're, if we're not together and united in this, then what are we really sharing anything with because there's nobody to share it with and like i love to have you on the show gray i miss you kiddo i know i miss you too this has been such a great way to reconnect and i uh, katie you're awesome dude you're awesome like this is the first time like i'm meeting you and like it's just like it's like we've known each other for ages and it's been so wonderful getting to know you even more jonathan thank you for letting me being on this this is awesome no i'm it's been uh i've been trying to pick my spots because watching you two discuss has been <laughs> pretty awesome uh and i'm glad it, it, listen like geekscape as i've said it many times on the show like this is a forum i built out of my own loneliness many 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 years ago i think it was 2006 and uh and i said you know what i will make sure that uh others can have access to it we have so many podcasts that are up on geekscape.net. I listened to one this morning that my friend Chris Apollios and the band Punchline did with my friend Linus and the band Nerf Herder. That, that's up there. There are so many cool podcasts. And when we started Geekscape, it was just mine. And now we have like all these, we have a little network and my friends can have shows or different people can have shows and you all can watch us stream. And, um, and I just kind of like creating that forum for people to connect. And I can't wait for Katie to start her own podcast on the Geekscape Network. I'm angling for it. You laugh, but I'm angling for it. And you can always take over this stream anytime you want. Kids. <laughs> I, I, just I, for the I record, I would definitely people. listen to whatever you have to say for real. <laughs> Well, if you, I mean, I'm doing a, one of my personal dumb things that I've been doing lately is I've been doing this thing I call my game room, um, where I just, I, I pair your social anxieties with entertainment that helps you distract yourself from like whatever the fuck is going on in the world today. <laughs> so I do that on Instagram and at, at LSassyPants. Uh, and I also do it on YouTube. I just, I post it everywhere. So oh, hold yeah. on, hold on. I'm going to put you a little third. <laughs> But yeah, it was one of those things that I was like, I'm going to like just challenge myself every day to just just write, write about something that's current event and write about a movie that I've seen that I really love, write about a video game that I really love playing and then then <laughs> then recommend something completely stupid. It's that's my format. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, it's amazing. I love those. Hi you. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. I am seriously. I have like a full page of notes after. <laughs> ah, it's so cool. That's and, so cool. And Katie, I'm serious. If you actually want to do some kind of a, a version of your daily anxiety, like alleviation methods, we'll figure out how to put it up on the on the feed. We just got to get Matt Kelly looped into it because uh, yeah. the door is always open here. At Geekscape is we. You know, I may pay the bill. Uh, George and I may pay the bill, but uh, the lights are on for you all. Um, cool. 
Well, uh, this has been better than uh, San Diego Comic Con and having a bunch of people sweat on us. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't, hey, have to, no I, didn't have, I didn't have to build a booth today, and I'm not out hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands. Of, I mean, basically a couple of thousand dollars on a hotel room and food and the booth. But uh, next year we'll do this, and we'll all be there, and we'll just see. Everybody, wear your mask, and maybe we'll get through this pandemic a little bit faster so that uh, we can all be in San Diego next year and doing those things. And while you're at it, don't be racist. Like, you know, as we said on our Geekscape t-shirts, which are available right now, um, th- these uh, these things, um, here, here are the shirts again. Like, these are the brand new Geekscape shirts. Like, go find them. Go get them. They're up right now at geekscape.bigcartel.com. You can order those. Uh, I've been getting notes from people saying, hey, I just ordered three. Uh-oh, I guess i got to go to the post office. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, I think that, that they're a nice method, a little, nice little message. And uh, and if I'm going to make little billboards out of you all walking around, I'd like for you all to have pretty cool little little messages on there. Because why You're here. not? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everyone, uh, there's a, and you can get the dragon shirt if you just want a cool dragon on your shirt. <laughs> but it's technically a wyvern because it doesn't have four legs. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Such nerds. Uh, great. Thank you for, so much for being here. Love you so much. Great. Love so you great. too. Thank you for having me. My face hurts from smiling. This has oh, been great. Yay. <laughs> you all can visit Gray at graydrake.com. You can find all her social handles there, but here's a hint they're all Gray Drake. Uh, follow her on Instagram, follow her on Twitter, and uh, maybe send her a little Facebook message and be like, hey, uh, this is what I'm building during the pandemic to make Jonathan feel worse. I built a, <laughs> I put a second story on my house. Lazy Jonathan, what are you doing? What are you doing for humanity? Don't hate create. You forget the create part. Now I hate you. Um, He's banging it out. out. <laughs> He's banging it out. I am banging it out. Uh, Seth in Texas says, she's great. Yes. Like Tony the Tiger. Woo! Um, all right, friends. Uh, Gray, we will talk to you later. I love you, and you're the best. Uh, Katie, I think that went swimmingly. You continue to be an amazing co-host. We're 2-0 and so far on you co-hosting. Boom, boom. I'm about to go on a road trip uh, across the country. Heidi and I are jumping in a car. We're going to South Carolina, pick some stuff up in South Carolina, and bring it back. It's not a cannonball run. Don't worry. We're not like like transporting moonshine, but it does mean Why not? I'm well because <laughs> – uh, I, I don't know. Maybe we will. Uh, I, I wouldn't say it on a public forum like this, but uh, there will be more Geekscapes. Uh, I know that next Thursday uh, it will be an earlier episode, but my buddy Vinny Fiorello, I totally butchered his name. He started Fueled by Ramen Records. And they might have signed a little band called, uh, I don't know, Fallout Boy, Paramore, Gym Class Heroes, and more. He's got a new project. He was also the drummer of Less Than Jake for like a long time, one of my favorite bands. And he's got a new cool project that mixes ska and comic books that he's going to tell us about next Thursday. And I might do another show next week as well. It just depends on like where on the road I is. Uh, and I know that I'm already lining up episodes going well through August. We're going to be talking about zombies. I got a zombie guy coming on the show. I've got more music coming on the show. And uh, I've got some directors and filmmakers coming on the show. Uh, we're going to do about two Geekscapes a week. It's going to get a little spotty during the road trip, but we're going to be here for you all because that was a promise we made. And Katie, if she can, will be here with us. Does that work? Yeah. 
Definitely um, works. I mean, next Wednesday is my birthday, so, you know. Ooh, we got to throw a little party. <laughs> Katie. Uh, Geekscape us. Wish her a early birthday if we don't broadcast before that. <laughs> Say happy birthday to Katie. And uh, we'll catch you all on the next Geekscape. Don't hate create. We love you. And uh, we'll see you next time. Katie, anything to add? Um, bang it out. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.